Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 42, where we're going to talk about instilling a can-do attitude in our players and coaches. Uh, before we do that, let's talk about Clean It Up FP. Clean It Up is the communication app you need to use. We'll solve all your communication challenges within your team, organization. Also has a great social media aspect to it where you can share information, share pictures, uh, accolades, all that kind of good stuff. I also want to talk about Nextair. Nextair is going to be coming on board as a sponsor. Um, we'll be talking more and more about Nextair as we move into the future. And then the third thing is we want to talk about Patreon. We've started a Patreon page. We're looking for patrons. We've got a good list of people that are already supporting Everything Fast Pitch. Um, also uh, looking for people that want to get involved. Um, if you check out our Everything Fast Pitch Patreon page, there are three different levels of uh, recognition and donation. Uh, we've got a lot going on with Everything Fast Pitch and Coach Prep. We want to keep growing and keep uh, building on what we're doing, keep adding new cool stuff. And for that to happen, we just need some financial support. So if you can, please do reach out to us on our Patreon page. Uh, we would love to have your support. Uh, the lowest level of support is basically trading a uh, trip to Starbucks to help everything fast pitch and coach prep. So Don, instilling a can-do attitude. You wanted to talk about this, and, and I think it's kind of a pet peeve for you, so let's talk about it. No, I know I'm excited. It was kind of inspired by one of our students last week. We'll always talk about things that we want to make sure that we do when we're training and preparation for our next competition. And so often we get uh, feedback of why we're not able to do something, why why something is just too hard for me to, to accomplish, you know, whatever the task is. And uh, and anytime somebody does that, it just plants a, a vision of failure in my mind, even if you just describe it. And we talk so often about power of suggestion and the, the things that we plant in our players' minds, like for us to continue to chat and always chat a little bit about it, but about the ways that we can make something happen. And, and uh, I want to hear about how I can do something rather than why I can't do it. Right. And if we can share and talk a little bit about that, that'd be great. Yeah, well, I think... We, we kind of live in a world now where we've built in so many excuses and so many reasons and so many explanations that players don't even really need to look very hard or very far to find a justification for not doing something That's that the they easy. could be, should yeah. be, need to be doing. You know, So I think it starts in a lot of different places. One, I think as coaches, we need to take some responsibility for this because I think that very often we fall into the trap of excusing away things that uh, could be addressed or the things that could be worked on. You know, perfect example, um, we talked about it on our uh, Everything Fast Pitch podcast this week. Our 12 and under team just had a great weekend. Came off of a very successful tournament where we played some really good ball. We've got one week, and then we're going to head into our last tournament of the year, which is our, our national championship event, this Triple Crown. You know, the first instinct for everybody, because we played a long, hard weekend, is, well, let's take some time off. Let's take a break. And my way of thinking is really simple. Even though we played well, I've got a list of about eight things we need to fix. Do a little better. Because we want to win the national championship next weekend. And if we don't fix those seven or eight things, there's a chance that those same things that we didn't do as well as we could this past weekend could cost us that opportunity. Be a weakness, right. And so you know, maybe it's something that comes with uh, all these years of experience or whatever. And don't get me wrong, I do think that there's always a time and a place for some time for off or a rest or yeah. a break. but. Uh, with one week to go in the season, now is not the time to rest. Let's nope. fix the things we need to fix and make sure that we're uh, readier 
more ready. Don't get caught on your yeah, heels. Next, next weekend than yeah. we were this past weekend. While the f- initial reaction was, oh, hey, we deserve a day off. We played really well. Rather than take a day off, I think we need to get back to work so that we can address those things. So for our team, even though we played nine games Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we played nine games total, we're going to practice on Monday. Now, it's going to be a light practice, but sure. it's going to be a chance for us to work on all eight of those things that we saw this weekend that were the difference between finishing third and finishing first. Sure. For us as coaches, it would have been real easy to say, oh, I'm tired too. And I am tired. My butt is dragging buttermilk this morning. Right. But I'm not going to fall trapped to my own laziness or my own complacency. Um, not anymore. You know, I, I'll have plenty of time next Monday to rest after we're done with the season. And I don't need to rest this Monday so that we can be underprepared or less prepared than we should be next Monday or and, next weekend. And I think the excitement of possibly even finishing higher next week would be uh, would be case enough for the kids to want to get out right. there and hear about what they can do better. Right, but I think they need to hear that starting from us. Instead of coaches being, oh, I'm so tired, I'm so worn out, oh, my butt's <laughs> dragging. We need to you know hop back in the saddle. We need to go out there tonight with as much enthusiasm as much energy as we can provide. So what you're saying is not just the kids digging deep. We got to right. dig we, deep, We got to start looking in the mirror first. And, and again, because we all fall into that trap. Oh, we played so good. That means that we can coast a little bit. We can uh. you know, take some time off. As we always talk about hitting, hitting is a, a jigsaw puzzle that never ends. Well, honestly, playing this game is a puzzle that never gets completely solved. No matter how well sure. you play, Every there's always something that could be better. No matter how many games you win, there's always something that could be better. And if our uh, mindset is looking at the things that we can do better, even when we're winning, we're going to always be ahead of the game. Right. If, you're, you know, if you're a great bunter and you just stop practicing bunting, you're not going to be that great bunter anymore. Right. And so yeah. we've got to keep adding to the, to the list of things that we're going to keep addressing. So it starts with us as, cat, as coaches. We've got to have that can-do attitude. We've got to look at it always from a perspective of what can we do to be better. Certainly, when it comes to you know practicing and working with our team, you know we've talked about in the past looking at what we can do to be a better coach, things that we can continue to learn. You know, my attitude has to be, what can I learn to be a better hitting instructor? What can I learn uh, to do better with my team? What are the things that uh, my team's not doing as well as they can or could because that's a weakness in my knowledge base because I'm not teaching it well enough because I'm not coaching it well enough. If we're looking at coaching from that perspective. We're never going to let our team down. And we never quit, right? Because we're going to always be learning something. Right. And there's a, a lot of satisfaction. Obviously, we like winning games, and we like winning tournaments. That's all great. It's kind of but, the measure. But yeah. to me, uh, I, I get a lot more satisfaction from... I would have been satisfied with our team because of how we played this weekend, even if we had not won as many games, because we've made a gigantic step forward. And we've, you know, we've taken some things to heart and really improved on some things equated to us winning more games and I, I was confident it would lead to us winning more games but it wasn't a guarantee that it was going to yeah no it's tough especially with the the age difference too right right so now parents you're part of this discussion too so if our if we want our coaches to have this can do always looking for more looking for more ways to improve attitude then we've got to support that and help our players see that that's important for them if we don't value them working hard, if we don't value them having that go-getter attitude, if we start to excuse-make for them, if we start to give them a, an easy out, they're going to always look for it. It's just human nature. If 
I'm sitting around telling my my child, well, that's okay, sweetheart. You tried. That's okay, sweetheart. You did your best. That's okay, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. That's okay, sweetheart. He doesn't know what he's talking about. We're not going to get very far. That's kind of the world we're living in now too, Tori, right? But that's why we got to talk about it. We got to fix it. Yeah. You can't be mad because your kid plays poorly if you don't do the things to support your kid getting better. And sometimes we got to fail in practice so we right. can succeed in and, games, and, right? And we can't expect to miraculously take some sort of happy sunshine pill on Saturday morning when we show up to the tournament and all our weaknesses and all of our challenges are going to just disappear. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't work that way. Um, so we've got to, you know, as parents start to model and instill in our players that attitude. And I know it's a balancing act because, you know, for a lot of kids, the one person they never want to listen to at certain ages is their parents. Sure. So I'm not saying that you have to drag your kid kicking and screaming out to the backyard to hit off the tee or down to the park to throw some pitches. If it just starts with, an attitude of support, an attitude of create that uh, environment of yeah, yeah. wanting to be a go getter. You know, maybe it's us modeling that a little bit. And, you know, I know you know being out at the ballpark is a taxing thing for parents. You know, you're out there for all all weekend long. You know, chasing after your kids, chasing after their siblings, all that kind of stuff. If you if you can keep that can do attitude and instill that in your kids, model that for your kids, it's going to go a long way. It's kind of interesting as you say that, Tori. Too, when I grew up, I was always challenged by being told that uh, they didn't think that I could do something, so I wanted to prove them wrong. Right. But now um, I feel like uh, a message to the kids is: I think I think you can make this next sprint. You know, I think you can you can finish this practice strong. I think you can, right. you can accomplish something. Right. And it, it seems to have changed gears. And yeah. And, you know, the old uh, tough love, um, you know, getting your face kind of stuff that we all grew up with, we understand that's not necessarily as in vogue or as accepted anymore. The one thing that for our parents is we've got to make sure that, that, that you're going to help us be part of this creating a can-do attitude. If you're making an excuse for your kid before they even can think of it, we're never going to get anywhere. No. If if you're blaming somebody else before your child ever has a chance to do any kind of self-reflection or evaluation of what they've done, we need to start thinking about doing something besides playing softball. So I know when uh, when we put challenges in front of kids when we're training, Tori, and, and I see the, the light up of some eyes when they, they are asked to, to bunt a, a small foam ball with a very thin bat implement or something like that, and some of their eyes light up and they're like, I think I can. I'm going to. And then others look at you like, well, I don't know. I don't think I can do this. This right. is a little bit more challenging than I thought it was going to be. We have both types. And, uh, you know, if we can create a situation where they find some success and they have a challenge and they win that challenge from time to time anyway, then, uh, you know, then they can be excited about whatever the next challenge you put in front of them right. might be. Yeah. But, and, and so I, I think that, uh, there's lots of techniques that we can use as parents to try to con- convince our kids that giving a little bit more, working a little bit harder, uh, making a little bit more of an effort is what should be happening. And unfortunately, I've, I'm seeing a lot more of the, oh, that's okay, sweetheart, you don't have to do that. Don't worry, that's too much. Don't worry, you shouldn't do that. That's way too hard. That's way too challenging. The, you know, the question I always come back to is the reason we want our kids in sports is so they learn how to face those challenges. Right. You know, being on a softball team is a whole lot easier than living your life. For sure. You know, being a, a softball player is a whole lot easier than having a career. And it's a whole lot easier than graduating from college. And it's a whole lot easier than about a million other things that are going to be in your life. Which you have goals and right. you reach some, you don't reach yeah. others. And, and, and so if we're, already, with if we're already making it okay for our kids not to work hard at softball, 
then we're telling them it's not okay to work hard at school. It's not okay to work hard at relationships. It's not okay to work hard at a job. Career, it's not okay yeah. because it's always going to be somebody else's fault. So parents, we want you to be part of the solution. Absolutely. Players, here you go. We're handing the ball to you. You cannot say you love this game and then hate working at it. You cannot tell me you love playing softball and then not want to do the work that allows you to play this game the right way. You cannot get away with saying, I want to be a softball player and not be willing to do what softball players do. It's just time for us to cut through the nonsense, cut through the BS, and let's get to the bottom line. Let's figure out how we can. We have to make up our mind that we can do these things. We will do these things. Nothing can keep me from doing these things. And I'm going to do it, as Coach Don said, to prove to the world that I can do these things. Right. If we take that attitude, you're going to love playing this game. And you're going to achieve goals and, and have lots of success. Right. And again, a perfect example, you know, our team, you know, as we mentioned earlier, had a great weekend. But we have a couple of kids that are really struggling with the fact that you know, they've worked really hard to put themselves in a position to play these really tough, hard-nosed games against really good teams. And they're so petrified of what could go wrong and what can go wrong that they're not enjoying the fact that they've put themselves in a position to thrive in these situations. Just get paralyzed. Right. Yeah. So that, that paralysis from analysis, that uh, yeah. brain cramp, that brain fart, whatever you want to call it. And so what we've got to keep working on is, you know, if I have an I can attitude, if I've got this go-getter attitude, instead of seeing that bottom of the seventh bases loaded, tying run at third base, two outs, plate appearance as a threat or uh, something to be afraid of, we start to see it for what it really is. This is my chance to shine. This is my chance to show the world. This is my chance to let everybody see how hard I've been working. No, that is. That's exciting when you get that moment for sure. And when you come through, it's it's a million-dollar moment. It's gold. It's that ESPN top 10 play of the day. When you don't, if you still did everything you possibly could to put yourself in a position to be successful, you've got no reason to hang your head because you're going to have that opportunity again. I, I like hearing somebody say, I knew I could. I knew I could, and, and I look forward to the opportunity. Yeah. I think that's part of what this can-do attitude does is it changes our, our outlook. So instead of being threatened, instead of being afraid, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped up. I can't wait to get up there. And, and I know that I mean I could succeed or I could fail, but I'm not afraid of the failure because I know I've worked hard. I know I've, you know I've got this opportunity. I've worked hard to, to create for myself. I can't wait to show everybody what I can do. Absolutely. No, I, I like when we've got a group of kids in front of us, Tori, and uh, you create the scenario that's really stressful and, and tense. We're down a run. We got bases loaded. It's two outs in the bottom of the seventh inning, and um, you know the pitcher's really been very challenging. And the next person up is going to be who, and who wants to be the next one up? And you look at the group of kids, and a couple of their hands will go up, and a couple of them will kind of just sit there and look away. Or you know, it's like who wants to be that one? And I want a whole group of kids that are like, let me be the next one. Right. Let me try. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and, because and, I can. Yeah. I know I will. And that that's what we're talking about today. So for our players. You know, your coaches can help you. Your parents can help you. Um, you know, your coaches can support you or, or they can undercut you. Your parents can support you or they can undercut you. But at the end of the day, it's up to you because you're the one that says you love this game. You're the one that says you want to play this game. You're the one that says softball is important to you. If all those things are true, if you're going to say those on, on one half of the equation, then we've got to do and have the attitude that supports it. And if I get to can do i will i have a yeah. really good chance of i will 
if I have the, well, it's somebody else's fault. Well, well, I've got something else to do. Well, well, something else is more important. It's just well, too some, hard. You know, it's just too hard. Whatever it is, then, then kids, I'm just going to be honest with you. You need to start thinking about doing something else with your time. Yeah, it's if, tough. Yeah, if, if you can't look forward to the bottom of the seventh, bases loaded, and I get to hit, Right. What I, are you doing playing I, softball? I get to be the one. Yeah. What What are you doing playing softball? And the reason we want you to be excited about it is when you start to have the faith in yourself that your attitude has allowed you to have faith in yourself, your work ethic has allowed you to believe in yourself. When you get used to doing that in softball, guess what? You Do get it. used to doing it everywhere. In life. Yeah. And so when... You have a tough stretch at work, when you have a tough stretch in your marriage, when you have a tough stretch at school, when it feels like stuff is starting to stack up, you always have that deep down feeling of knowing I can do anything. And if I can do it in softball, I can do it in all those other really important places too. So coaches, that's why it's so important. Parents, that's why it's so important. Kids, that's why it's so important. We got to start to believe we can, believe we will, and we will start to have that success that we're looking for. I love it. So, Don, anything else about I can attitude? Um, what else? We talk a little bit about uh, parents throwing it out to their kids saying, uh, give me three. And what we mean by that is just give me three positive statements. Right. I'm going to make a great catch today. I'm going to you know, have my throws online. I'm going to get a big hit. I'm going to hit an outside pitch well. You know, just any, any kind of three positive statements and... Uh, Mom or dad can check it off on the way, and at least we put them in a situation where we're, you know, thinking about positive things. Right. We can always worry about the bad stuff, but let's let's, you know, fill that bubble full yeah. of all the good things. And and that's another opportunity for us as coaches, parents, and players to stop saying don't. Right. So when we yeah. when we think about our positive thoughts, it's going. I'm going to drive that outside pitch. I'm going to back up every play at first base. I'm going to hit my cutoff person. I'm going to charge the bunt every time. Whatever it is, whatever the situation is, start to think about what you're going to do instead of what you're trying to avoid, and that's a big part of the can-do so, attitude that we're talking about today. So, so we needed to remind our coaches about the don't thing. If they catch themselves saying don't, they got to give us five push-ups? Yeah, what I think it? that might be a good idea to remind our coaches of that. If you're if you're still saying don't, five push-ups isn't enough anymore because we've talked about this <laughs> enough times. Now you got to start doing uh, ten. Ten, 10 push-ups and a $5 donation to the charity of your choice. <laughs> or, to, or to the team fun for the yeah the, the pizza big, party the fund or whatever fund, yeah. Yeah. yeah so but uh, uh hopefully coaches and, and and all the rest of our listeners that's going to give you something to think about um i mean one of the things that we think is very important is we want to make this game as fun and, and enjoyable as we possibly can and one of those things that we have to do is keep looking at our attitude as coaches make sure that we're sending the right message uh keep checking in on our parents to make sure that they're sending the right message if we do a good job at the top it's going to flow downhill and the kids are going to have a better attitude. If we don't do it, we can't expect them to do it. So uh, knowledge is confidence, and confidence creates success, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's episode number 42 of Coach Prep. As always, if you have questions, comments, or suggestions, reach out to us at everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Almost everything that we talk about on the two podcasts now is driven from comments or questions or suggestions that we get from listeners. Um, and as always, check out cleatedup.com and Nextair as our sponsors. And please check out our Patreon page. We would love for you to be a patron and support everything fast pitch and coach prep. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah.